my big head is on a, a bourbon <laughs> bottle. <laughs> Your big head. Yeah. Uh, so my friends tell me that uh, they had to get the bigger bourbon bottle so my head would fit. But no, <laughs> it, it's, it's been super surreal. I did my last bottle signing at a liquor store this weekend. And uh, just for people to to want to to me to sign their bottle with my face on it. But ultimately, it was to drive awareness. Uh, right. Uh, Evan Williams chooses six veterans every year to put veteran stories on the side of the bottle. And um, this year I was one of the six that were chosen. This is episode number 102 with Chris Cruz. You're listening to American Snippets, the all-American podcast for those looking to dream bigger, live better, and make an impact. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of American Snippets. Once again, my name is Dave Brown. I'm here with my co-host and partner, Barbara Allen. She's a Gold Star wife, author, and speaker. And we have an incredible show for you today with Cruise Custom Flags. Uh, And today's episode is brought to you by Verve Forever. Verve Forever is a veteran-owned company. It was just launched by our good friend, Tim Clund. And Verve specializes in CBD oil products. And you've probably heard about CBD oil. There's a lot of information out there right now. It's getting a lot of media attention for the uh, things that it, it can do to help improve you as a person, improve your mind, improve your body, improve recovery. And that's exactly what Verve uh, focuses on. Uh, they have products that can help your performance. So whether you're an athlete, you're in a military, you have a certain lifestyle, uh, or just everyday activities, uh, they can help you perform better. Uh, they can also help you, these products can help you recover better, where you can bounce back much faster from physical activity, maybe from an injury or some other challenges that you're facing. Uh, they can help you restore uh, and getting back to your personal state of being, your own zen, uh, and over any of uh, life's challenges that are coming at you each and every day. And most importantly, they can help you refresh, right? They can help you achieve a state of relaxation. They can help free the mind of bodies and toxins and all the stress and negative thoughts that a lot of us uh, have to battle with each and every day. So if you're interested in their products and you want to try some uh, terrific CBD oil products that can help you perform better, recover better, restore and kind of give you that peace of mind that you're looking for, head on over to americansnippets.com forward slash verve. Okay, so let's get on to this week's episode with Cruise Custom Flags. If you've been following us for any length of time or whether you're brand new, you know we feature stories based around positivity, possibility, and patriotism. Uh, We share stories from exceptional Americans all across this country who have defined, built, and are living their own American dream. And we share these stories with you because all these people are giving back both in business and everyday life. They embody the American spirit. And now we we want their stories to help you dream bigger, live better, and also make an impact. And our guest today is a perfect example of why we do what we do and share the stories we share. Chris Cruz loves his country, he loves his family, and he loves some good old-fashioned bourbon. So it makes perfect sense for him to wrap all three of these things into an entrepreneurial outlet that includes family members, embodies patriotism, and repurposes bourbon barrels, and gives veterans an opportunity to thrive. So listen in 
to this week's episode as Army veteran Chris Cruz talks about building Cruz custom flags into a mission-oriented business and his story of how art therapy helped him and others find new purpose in life. So without further ado, here is Barbara Allen with Chris Cruz. You're listening to the American Snippets Podcast. Good morning. Welcome back to another episode of American Snippets. I am your co-host, Barb Allen. If you've been following us for five seconds, five minutes, or the whole two years that we have been going, you know for certain that there are some things particularly important to us and near and dear to our hearts. One is those communities of the military, law enforcement, first responders, anybody who serves this country or their community in any capacity has a special place in our hearts. Two is patriotism. We're very passionate about defending it and allowing it to breathe again, come back to the forefront in this country where it's being smothered a little bit. And three is people just navigating the way through challenges, transitions, setbacks, hurdles, and crafting a life that fulfills them on any level. And those levels are different and unique to each and every one of us. Today's guest is Chris Cruz. He is an Army veteran. He served in the Army Airborne Division, and now he and his wife, Amber, have developed and are blowing up their own business with Cruise Custom Flags that brings patriotism and art therapy together to help veterans who are making that transition back home and to help spread patriotism back again and let people kind of display their patriotism in a way that also gives back to the community. Chris, we are so happy to have you here today. Thank you for taking the time to join us. Yeah, thanks, Barb, for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, so... Tell us a little bit. We're going to walk through this a little sequentially, but then if there's something that pops up, I want you to just go for it and dig in, okay? Because sometimes, you know, the conversation gets flowing and I talk very fast, okay? It's all good. So you're a veteran of the military, obviously. Let's talk first. We're just going to go jump right in there. Tell us about how old were you when you decided to serve and what prompted that service? Well, I... uh I made an attempt at playing college football for a couple of years. So I, I was told after two years of college football, I wasn't good enough to continue to play anymore. So I guess I was used to uh, someone telling me what to do all the time, when to get up, when to work out, when to do whatever. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know if I'm a glutton for punishment. So I decided to join the military after that. So I did two years of college and then joined, joined the Army in 2002. Nice. So, well, let's just even dig into that a little bit there. So you're playing college football. Yep. Yeah. And then you were told it's not going to be your thing. What was that moment like, like right there? Were you set on football? Were you disappointed? Oh, yeah. Were you, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, growing up in Southern Mississippi, that's about all there is to do is sports. So uh, after playing football from third grade to two years of college and being told uh, you're, you're done, it was, yeah, it was tough. And, you know, uh, I, I really didn't know how to react um, other than to, to continue to, to do something, uh, and my father was a veteran, so I talked to him a little bit, and he said, uh, the military's perfect for if you don't know where you're going. So I uh, joined the Army uh, shortly after that. Was your father an Army veteran or another branch? Yeah. yeah, he served in the Army as well. In the Army, okay. So you you just left college at that point, no football, no college, and you just made that jump? Yeah, I, I after I was told no, I, I quit college and joined the Army. <laughs> See, I love it. Yeah, I love it. That's a big leap to make, right? Those are big decisions. And I go into this, I have, you know, four kids of my own, two, 
the third is heading into college this year and I see them feel so much pressure when they're going into college or if they feel like my oldest son started his major and he's like, I, oh, you know, it's not really maybe my major. And he was very worried about changing it for a moment. I'm like, no, man, like you got to, if it's not right for you, it's time to, time to go. Right. So that's why yeah. I like to, uh, that's, that's why I like to, you know, jump in and, and point that stuff out because you know, it's, it's like an important message. I'm going to throw this phone over here because I'm getting in trouble for dinging again. I just hit my dog. I threw my phone and hit my dog. <laughs> that stuff, <laughs> that, that's how we roll here at American Snippets. <laughs> uh, so, no, but thank you for doing that. So that's how we're going to, I like to dig in. I see these college kids, like under so much pressure, right? Under so much pressure. And you think like, this is your path. This is what it's going to be. And that's going to happen over and over and over in life. And you experience that again later. So it's like yep. a recurring thing that you had to get through. So you joined the military. What was that? How old were you when you headed off? So I was uh, 22 at the time. So I was a little older than a lot of the... the you were like you know, the old man there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, dealing with all the, the childish games and, and whatnot was uh, probably the, the more challenging part than the, the mental or physical uh, things that people go through in boot camp. So just dealing with the younger guys was uh, being, a you know, going... But all in all, it was, it was probably the best thing. I won't say probably. It was the best thing that I ever did was to join the Army and find some guidance and, and direction in my life. Yeah. So you seem like, like a very kind of soft-spoken kind of guy. And I know when you're in the military, things kind of come at you super quickly. Were you, did you maintain that like throughout the military or is there like another side of you that just goes like Rawr. there's another side yeah <laughs> kind of like football uh, yeah kind of turn it on when I'm on the field so yeah uh, yeah yeah there's there's another side I just uh I guess I'm getting old <laughs> oh that's okay I think he still comes out and you have to be able to tap into that side to do you know to dig in and and to make these leaps that you're making is there a moment in your service that like any one moment or one of many that kind of stands out to you that left a particular impact on you? Um, yeah, just uh, probably the deployment to Iraq, obviously, was uh, the one that stood out um, and the camaraderie that you feel when you're in combat. Uh, you don't get that anywhere else. And, uh, you know, I, I think I think everyone should experience that because there there is truly a brotherhood in the military, and you really see it when the crap hits the fan. So. That, that was probably the the one time that uh that I really saw a true brotherhood in those moments in combat. Right, absolutely. Yeah. So, are you still in touch with people that you served with? Oh yeah, yeah. It's 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 really cool to see uh, a lot of the guys that I served with. They're all pretty much successful, which is is really awesome. Several in law enforcement uh, in Chicago and Texas, and um, you know, all over the country. So yeah, we we keep in touch quite often. Oh, that's great. That's great. Okay. So you come out of the military. Were you talk about your family life then? Were you married when you were in the military? Had you been dating your wife? No, I I met my wife while I was in the military as I was getting ready to get out. Um, So um, I met her on a uh, trip to Kentucky with the military. So um, right after I got out, we moved to Louisville and here we are. <laughs> you were, what kind of trip were you on with military when you met him? Oh, it was a, it's a funny trip. Uh, so we all got married because some uh, knucklehead sold marijuana to an undercover police officer that happened to be in our unit. So our job was to bring him to Fort Knox. <laughs> <laughs> 
to uh, to undergo some uh, special time at the prison there. So, <laughs> so we, my detail and a couple other guys was to to drop him off at Fort Knox, and then of course, like every good soldier, we went out and checked out the town. So nice. So you had the this good old fashioned meeting in a bar. Yep. Yep. That's yeah. Got that's lucky. great. Yeah. Got lucky in Kentucky. <laughs> there's a country song in there somewhere that's your next that's your next thing to do oh no no <laughs> i didn't get the musical talent for sure <laughs> okay so now you've met your wife she, her name is amber yes yes okay so now you've met amber and then you decide you're moving back to kentucky so yep. when you're out of the military right you get you leave the military you come back to kentucky what right. is that like then when you just leave what prompted you to leave the military at that point um, I wanted to live a, 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 a different life with a family. Uh, I saw what some of the other, um, married soldiers were going through. It was difficult, um, during deployments and being in the 82nd airborne division, they, they got deployed a lot. So I, I knew that I wanted to raise a family and have a barbecue grill in the backyard and, and be able to be home every time that, uh, that I wanted to be. So, um, that made the decision. I wanted to be home with my family when, you know, when I did have one. So, uh, and there was a little bit of an ultimatum given too. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the first time I have heard that either. Um, you know, and I, I certainly understand what that's like, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was uh, struggling when my husband deployed as well. So, you know, it's not, it's not something I think any wife or husband, I think, you know, really enjoys thinking about or, or going through. So can't blame anyone for that. Right. Can't, you know, everyone just wants their, wants their family where they want their family. Yeah. So, and it was yeah. ultimately, it was ultimately part of my kind of goal was to finish getting school paid for, um, see what it was like, check something else out. So, uh, when I joined, I, I didn't have a goal of staying. I just wanted to, you know, serve my time, see what it was like. And it changed my life. So, um, I feel like I fulfilled the contract and yeah. uh, and it was the best thing I ever did. Excellent. Would you, if your kids grow up and you have two kids now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If one of them grows up and says they're considering military service, what would your answer be? You think? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I, I would definitely <laughs> vouch for it. Now my wife, on the other hand, I don't know, we'd have to have a conversation, but uh, <laughs> uh, I, yeah, it was the best thing I ever did. And, uh, you know, obviously there are many routes to success, but I, I, I really think the military is, uh, I think everyone should join the military at least two years, uh, in today's world. Um, but, um, it's, it's totally, and, and I'm not going to push one way or another. I'm going to let my kids, um, make their decisions. So, um, and hopefully they make the right one. So, then you're out of the military. You're starting this family. I know uh, on your website in particular and on the other interviews I've seen you do, you mentioned that you can relate to the struggles that veterans have when they're transitioning from military life to civilian life, which is part of what prompted you to do what you're doing at Cruise Custom Flags, which we'll get into here in a second. But can you talk about some of that, that struggle, that transition? Um, once again, like in college, you were playing football. Then you said, no more football. Now, you throw yourself into military life and that's a hundred percent of you, right? The discipline, yep. the structure, being told what to do, when to do, go where to go. And now you're out and suddenly every decision is your own. Was that difficult? What, and you're in the world of civilians that doesn't necessarily 
Yeah, I, I, I think the most difficult part is the uh, the camaraderie that you miss with your your other friends and soldiers when you live in the barracks. You you're around you're around the guys that you went to combat with that you you go out with you you have each other's back and then when you get out you don't have that anymore. So the camaraderie is probably the biggest thing that I missed. And then obviously the anxiety that comes, you know, post deployment and, and all of that, the, the, not being able to sit at a restaurant and not face the door, the not liking crowded places, not uh, being able to explain what you're feeling to others. Cause they've never felt it before. Um, so those are the challenges. And, and I found that when, you know, I got in the garage, thanks to Pinterest, uh, my wife handed me a book of, of, I don't know how many pages and said, Hey, I want you to make our dining room table. I'm like, I've never done this before in my life. And I got out there and my son and I went to Lowe's and bought all the wood and we made our dining room table. And I was like, this is, this is my happy place. This is where I can get lost. So, and that's kind of where I found out that I could do woodworking and, and kind of chill out. So were you, did you have a job at that time that you were working and you were just struggling stress i'm picturing right like like a wife doing to her husband too oh my god this guy needs something to do here go go make a table like you're making me yeah. crazy go make a table like was, was it yeah, something yeah, like you know, that or <laughs> well no yeah. I, yeah. I, I always like staying busy i can never yeah. i think most guys are that way but uh no i had a job i had a career and i've had the same career career i don't know about 14 years now but uh it's it's when i'm you know not at work when i'm at home uh, interacting with others. And, and that's, that's when I really, uh, it's, I can't sit still, so I've got to do something. So why not do something meaningful? So you have a full-time job now? I do. Yeah. What is that? I'm an environmental health safety professional for a medical device company. Okay. So what that means, (laughs) what that means is I keep, I, I help, uh, keep the workforce safe, uh, uh, maintain environmental and safety regulations throughout multiple facilities that we have. Oh, okay. All right. See, that's, that's a good way of describing it too. All right. So you go to work. So now you have, this is something that is super interesting as well, right? Because what you're doing now, so we'll talk a little bit about, about cruise custom flags. I, you know, the story behind it and, yeah. and what it is. So, so what we do is we find, uh, a new purpose for bourbon barrels and, and veterans. So the, the metaphor I always use is bourbon barrels once served a, a good purpose holding bourbon and veterans veterans once served a great purpose serving their country. And we help them both find their new purpose, uh, making American flags from the, from the bourbon barrels. So, um, what we do is we hire veterans that, that are, um, falling on hard times or, or having difficulty and, um, it gives them a sense of purpose, uh, in the, in the shop making flags. So you got this idea from yep. hanging with your wife, talking with your wife. She's a Kentucky girl. Yeah. Right? Yes. So we wanted something in our home that uh, depicted both, uh, Kentucky and me and her father is a veteran, an army veteran as well. So, you know, we're surrounded by kind of the military background in, in the Kentucky. So we had the decision to, to make one for our home. And, and which we did. And then, uh, that, that Christmas later, we wanted to, to give something to our father's unique. And I was like, well, why don't we just make them a flag instead of exchanging gift cards? Like, like we always do around Christmas yeah. time. So, uh, we made, uh, we made each of them, of them a flag for their home and, uh, they were overwhelmed. Then the, 
and, and I really got uh, to where I was liking it and, and enjoying it in the garage. So we made a few more for family and friends and, and then uh, people started liking it. I was like, what? Well, if this works for me and it's therapeutic for me, it's bound to help others that, that are even worse than I am uh, as far as anxiety, PTSD and, and needing a sense of purpose. Yeah. So, t- so, had you been struggling a lot with that, with anxiety? Had you been dealing with, you know, sleep issues and trouble focusing or like not to ne- some degree? Ne- yeah, not necessarily sleep issues, but yeah, anxiety in general, uh, being snappy with the kids, being short, just uh, not having a, a going to work and, and not having that same sense of pride and purpose that you had when you're in the military is, is, is different. So I think every veteran, when they get out, they get a job, right? And if, it, unless they get a job that's very similar to the military, they're going to feel like they're missing out on something. Like they're not, they're not serving something greater. Uh, and I think, um, I think every veteran needs that. They need that out where they feel like they're doing something meaningful or, or greater than themselves. Yeah. Good. Okay. So talk about then you decided no, you know, figured out that maybe you were onto something here. This idea is forming. You want to take it a step up past Christmas presents to friends and family. Yeah. What were what were the next things that you did? Yeah. So, um, my wife and I had a serious conversation. Did we want to make this into a business, and did we want to start an LLC, and and what does that look like? And and we made the decision. We said we're going to give it five years and see where it takes us. And um, we're two years in now, and. Um, we're, we're overwhelmed with, with, uh, with the success we've had just doing this on a part-time basis. So, um, the next steps, obviously we did the LLC thing. We started in the garage, we hired, uh, some part-time help and, uh, just, we bootstrapped the business. We didn't invest any of our own money. We traded a flag for our first barrel staves. Um, we reached out to DeWalt tools, which they've been great. They, they donated a, a lot of tools that are made in America as well and, uh, helped us get this thing off the ground. You traded a flag for your first bourbon saves. So what, how did that go down? Well, I, I my wife and I said, we're not going to take any of our own money. We're going to try to try to really see if we can do this without a huge investment without, you know, anything. So I went down to the local cooperage and said, Hey, here's what we're wanting to do. Um, would you be interested in having one of these? Here's what they look like. And they, and I'll trade you for, um, some barrel staves so we can continue to make flags and, and go from there. And we still use that same cooperage today. That's awesome. So now you're a business, you're up and running, you have a payroll, you have part-time employees, you have materials expenses, you have to buy those Um, materials now right how do you how do you make that all work it's the biggest juggling match ever uh it's it's really a fly by the seat of your pants at this point um because i didn't think we'd ever grow this fast um but i we're surrounded by family it's a, a huge family affair and we have great people on our team and it's it's really a divide and conquer effort so everyone plays a plays a part my mother in law she cuts the felt that goes on the back of the flag. My father-in-law makes the small flags in his free time because he has a job. My mother-in-law has a job. My wife does all the shipping and, and logistics. And uh, we always say that she runs the cruise ship. She runs the household. <laughs> so she keeps everything at home 
uh, under control, which gives me a, a, a an ability to be able to run the business and, and do some of the other things because I know things are taken care of at home. The kids are taken care of. All the school stuff's taken care of. So, um, yeah, it, we've, we've divided the business up into so many little parts. Everyone plays a role and, and, and does a great job with it. That's awesome. So you have to, you know, you're working full time. Where do you, and then you have kids and family and, you know, a life. How do you fit in the time to make the flags? So right now um, I get up except this last weekend. I didn't 4th of July weekend. I didn't, but I usually get up five thirty, six o'clock in the morning and go and knock out a couple of hours in the morning on the weekends. Some uh, every other night on on the weekdays, I'll go to the shop, but we have some other guys now that we've grown to, to be able to take some of the burden of making the flags. Now my job is to continue to grow so we can continue to hire other veterans and, uh, and grow this, this business. How do you find that, um, you know, the brand is getting out there? Cause really, I mean, you're selling flags and bourbon and a slice of Kentucky and all that, but I, I think, or I feel like the main product is patriotism and you know pride of country and all that if if i'm you know gauging this or feeling this correctly it feels you know the flag is is patriotic and kentucky Mm. is you know homegrown so it's like family and patriotism do you find that are there people who are you getting like bad messages from people or is it all just positive you know i don't think the only bad part we did some leather coasters and people said oh you're putting a wetty wet ugly drink on american flag which it's just a depiction of american flags or whatever but no it's been a 100 percent positive uh on the flag part i mean there's nothing more american than a veteran handcrafted flag made out of a bourbon barrel which bourbon is america's spirit by law so by law <laughs> yeah so you can't, can't make bourbon anywhere else so it has to be made in the u.s so and they're made with american made tools i mean i could go on and on it's it's a it's a really uh unique product and it's uh it's helping us find new purpose for for veterans it's amazing to see like we have uh, a gentleman he's 100 percent disabled he reached out to us and said hey man i'm looking to, to purchase uh, a laser etcher and we laser etch our stars um so they actually stick up like a real embroidered american flag and he reached out to us said man would it would it be uh, any trouble for you to give me some, some business so I can buy this laser etcher? I'm driving myself crazy in the basement every day cause I can't work and I can't physically do anything. He was really bad injured in uh, Afghanistan by an IED. So he laser etches our stars. Now he invested into a, to a, a laser etcher. Him and his wife have a business now where they do laser etch products and what. So we've able, been able to help him find new purpose and start a business by, by throwing him a bone and, and saying, Hey, yeah, you get, you can laser etch our stars. So the more we grow, the more business he gets. Uh, another gentleman, he, he works construction. He cuts and sands our staves in his free time. He, he lives in a small home in, in rural Kentucky, and we've been able to, uh, to give him a sense of purpose. He knows that, that he's a bigger part. And then uh, one of the, the main guys that helps us, uh, Brandon, we've been able to, uh, to really, to really uh, bond and get to know each other, and, and he's done a great job. Um, the other gentleman, David, uh, he sent a text yesterday. He said, Hey, you've, you've saved me and my family. I'm wow. like, Oh, that's what this thing's about. Uh, you know, he's, he's on the verge of being homeless and, uh, he had a, you know, a trouble past. So we're helping him get back on his feet. So, you know, when you buy these flags, it's, it's, it's much more than just a bourbon barrel flag. It's, it's for a greater good. 
Yeah, that's amazing, right? What is that? I mean, when you started all this, did, did you ever think that you were going to be able to actually have an impact? Like, that's a huge impact. You don't have to hit hundreds of thousands of people, right? You don't have to like necessarily build villages and all that. I mean, that's all wonderful, right? But the power of impacting even just a handful of lives to start, and you guys are just just getting started and you've yeah. already impacted all these lives. What is that? I mean, are you able to, to sit back? Does that kind of recharge you? Because I know what it's like to create your own business and build your brand and build your following, build your comfort. It's exhausting. Yeah. And, you know, it's exhausting and you have to believe in it, right? But it sounds like your family and your friends support it and understand it, which is a huge bonus. I'm going to tell you right now when people yeah. are looking at you like, you're crazy. You're going to do what, uh, you know? <laughs> yeah. We've, we've had those. I just, yeah. I just keep on going and don't, don't worry about those, but yeah, this, the huge support yeah. and, and to get messages like that. Uh, yeah. It's a huge shot in the arm when times are tough or, you know, you're, you're exhausted, you're tired, you don't want to keep going. And I, I've told my wife many, uh, many times after a long day or, or long week or month, I was like, there are a lot of people that sometimes I feel like they believe in this thing more than I do. Like they really, you know, it's, it's good to get that sense of reassurance every, you know, every now and then reassurance. I'm sorry. So yeah. Um, you know, the, this thing has been unbelievable. This, uh, this ride. So, um, I guess we can talk about some of the other things that have happened that, that are just for a part-time thing for us is, is amazing. You're listening to the American Snippets Podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here again. Thanks for listening in. We'll get right back to our interview with Chris Cruz in just a moment. But we wanted to let you know about the Great American Summit, greatamericansummit.com. This is the live event that we'll be hosting in Washington, D.C. of April 2020. So if you're someone who believes in the American dream, someone who celebrates the freedoms and opportunities that we have in this country, you're someone who's tired of, of the media lumping together politics with patriotism, you're someone who stands for the flag, and you're someone who's constantly seeking to approve and just wants to pursue more out of life, then this event is for you. This event features proud Americans, world-class speakers, and a love of country that unites them all. Reserve your seat today for the only event where patriotism meets personal and professional achievement. So unleash your patriotism and potential today and go to greatamericansummit.com to reserve your seat. Yeah, it's great when you see people starting to, to take notice and you, know, you get picked up on Fox News and then now you're you're on a bourbon bottle. <laughs> yeah, my big head is on a, a bourbon bottle. <laughs> you're a big head. Yeah, uh, so my friends tell me that uh, they had to get the bigger bourbon bottle so my head would fit. But no, <laughs> it, it's, it's been super surreal. I did my last bottle signing at a liquor store this weekend. And uh, just for people to... to want to to me to sign their bottle with my face on it but ultimately it was to drive awareness uh right uh, evan williams chooses six veterans every year to put veteran stories on the side of the bottle and uh, this year i was one of the six that were chosen that's and, so cool yeah it's really cool and um, how did they find you do you know was it like a contest you entered did somebody yeah, nominate you it was a nomination um yeah and six were chosen out of over 5,500 this year. Um, wow. So yeah, they, they, huh. and I think I, I can't 
100% say, but I think I'm the first person from Kentucky that was ever chosen, which is kind of odd since, you know, Evan Williams is in Kentucky, but um, they were just waiting for the right one. I guess so. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's been amazing. And, and Evan Williams, they're, they're the largest American owned family owned uh, bourbon company in the U S. So it's cool to be associated with a company that also believes in American pride as, as much as we do. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe, uh, maybe some bourbon barrels coming your way. Work that in. Yeah. Do people that know you think it's hilarious that you're on a bourbon bottle? Yeah. Yeah. They, <laughs> they do. And I do as well. I think it's, it's the craziest thing because I'm just a regular guy just yeah. trying to help people. So, uh, I, I really appreciate, uh, Evan Williams and, you know, there are 66,667 bottles with my head on them out there somewhere. So uh, that's so weird, isn't it? Yeah. When stuff like that starts to happen. I have, I'm, I'm speaking at an event in Texas in the fall and now my face is on a billboard in the Rio Grande in Texas on like six <laughs> different billboards, right? My friends and family think that's just hilarious that yeah. I'm on this, like drive through Texas and see a billboard, right? But, and, and it's not about like the bourbon bottle or that, but it's right. It's, isn't it just so good to know that people believe in you enough to like literally stamp their product with your image? It's more about like, I believe in you so much that yeah. this is what I'm doing. I am aligning you with that. And I feel like that's when you know that, I mean, you already know, right? But it's reassurance that, man, sure. I'm really doing something powerful here and important and it's beyond the product. I think you have to have something that's more than a product, right? You have to be selling right, a, right. a message, a, a cause, a belief, a you know, a practice or something like that, that people can sure. incorporate into their lives. And that must feel great. And I hope it does continue to feel great. Oh, yeah. That's what you're doing. I'm going to have to go find me a bottle of Evan Williams bourbon now and order one online. And just to, just to say, I have, I'll send it to you to sign. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it really does uh, feel good to, to, to know that, that you're doing something great and it it is reassuring to have someone someone that large or or you know even national news to to know that hey you you are doing something you are and and this is you know this is just the beginning which is is crazy it is you're going to be like 5 years from now you're going to look back and be like oh my gosh that was just just like baby steps along the way. Right. And everything is so big yeah. now, but where you're going is going to be great. And we're excited, excited to see it. Can I ask you, um, you know, patriotism is kind of a hot issue these days, which is crazy to me. Um, yeah. Do you have, you know, we don't have to get all political and, and all that, but in terms, in terms of just straight out patriotism, how do you feel it's represented today? What are your thoughts on it? Do, or do you feel like it's, it's alive and well, or do you feel like it's under attack or, you know, do you have any thoughts on that? Um, I think it's alive and well, to be honest. I think the media always portrays negativity. Um, most always, I won't say always, but most always, um, cause that's what sells. So, um, you know, I, I try not to get caught up in all that really. I try to, uh, really, keep driving the positive message and the positive news of what we're doing. But, um, I think if you'll look at, you know, you can go out on the street today and know that that patriotism is alive and well, I think it's just a small percentage of, of people and they, and they get sensationalized by the media and by others. So, um, I think all in all though, that 
it it's alive and well. I, I'm not uh, do some of the things I see. Yeah. Does that aggravate me? Does that, that make me frustrated? Yeah. But what, you know, ultimately what can I do about it? I can keep driving what we're doing and keep moving, moving our product forward and, and keep telling our story. I love it. I love it. That is exactly how, how we feel here. And obviously it's, you know, why we're doing what we do and why we seek out people like you to help spread that as well. Do you have something that maybe you would like people who have not served to know about people who have served when they're coming out of the military struggles that we go through tips for them say, all right, let's start here. Say like some sort of advice for someone who has a spouse who is coming back out of service and you know, how, how to incorporate that new, you know, that, that new person almost cause you're kind of a, a, diff, a different person in some ways, in some ways, but you know, when you come home, there's just things to make that transition easier or to, be on the lookout for or understand? Yeah, I think for me, I, I can't speak for everyone, sure. obviously, but but for me, I think having uh, that happy place, whatever that may be, for me, it was woodworking and, and getting away, um, just allowing that that kind of free time and, and free space and then find a way to, to get some camaraderie um, with other veterans that are in the area. Um, Cause no one's going to understand a, a veteran better than a, another veteran. So I think allowing in short, just allowing free time and, a, and, and for that person to find their happy place, whatever that may be. And then for, um, for that veteran to get connected with other veterans as soon as possible. Excellent. So I see that you did an event uh, with Norton's cancer Institute. Do you yeah. want to tell us a little bit about that and why it was so important to you? Yeah, so it, it was re- really interesting. We talked to the art therapy teacher and told them our story, and and they told they told us, say, hey, we have an art therapy class for for people that are battling cancer. And I was like, how can we get involved? So we we donated some barrel heads, and the cancer patients uh, were to to paint those. And the more that that uh, we talked, is you know that's how they handle their anxiety and their stress while they're battling such a hard time. And I, I call them the real heroes. Um, but for my family to be involved and my kids to see and and be able to participate in something like that was was priceless. And you know, veterans that are fighting their their battles, there are other people in in the world that are fighting their battles, and and to be able to work together um, and and share that that common therapy through. Art. I would never even consider myself an artist before this, but you know, being able to to work with with other cancer patients and and talking with them was was truly amazing and gave me a new understanding of what they're going through because it's not very much different than what we go through. Yeah, I love it, love it. Speaking of your kids, how do they feel about all that's going on at home and with the flags? And do they get involved? And they they do get involved, uh, and they do get frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> because you know uh, I can't shoot ball with you today because I'm doing this but I you know I think later in life they're a little young now they're uh 10 it'll be 10 and 12 this year so I think later in life um uh, I think it will be um much more meaningful for the meaningful for them and and they're part of the reason I started the business too so they could see what hard work looks like so they they could see what entrepreneurship looks like like we talked earlier college is not always the you know, you don't have to go to college to start a life these days with the internet and, and all the, the 
cutting the middleman out and all of that, you can start a truly start a business if you feel strongly enough about it. So I just want to show them something different than the traditional, uh, way of life. Um, and then, um, you know, people always ask me why I call it cruise customs flags. Well, my son is one of the few cruise boys in the family to pass this legacy on. So I wanted something to be able to pass on to him to continue a a legacy. Yeah, that's great. I I love all of that. Where do you want to see your company say five, five years? (laughs) People ask me that all the time, right? Like I'm supposed to have some, uh, No, no magic ball. But like, if you had, I mean, do you want to, do you want to continue doing this? Or do you think like five years, you might be ready to pass it on to someone else? Like, is this something you just see yourself? I see myself. This this is really a way I can have that happy place. Like I had mentioned and the camaraderie. So those two things are, are very important to me. So I need those things. And for, for me to have a business that allows that is, is amazing. But as far as where I see myself, I I wouldn't even see our, if you asked me two years ago, would I be on national news and have my face on the side of a bourbon bottle? I would told you you were crazy. So, um, for me to, to say where we're going to be at in five years, we, we have a saying in our, in our, in our business and in our home that God keeps opening doors for us and we keep walking through them. So, until he stops opening doors and he closes them, we're going to keep walking. Perfect. We say um, people make plans and God laughs, you know, because <laughs> like never, never really get too set on your plans, right? Like have a plan, but you know, know yeah. that ultimately, yeah. you know, your plan doesn't really mean much when things, when like, like yeah. decides some things for you as well. But, but in reality and, and yeah. I guess tactically, I, I see us having a couple of full-time guys running the show while I can still um, do my day job and, um, you know, us hiring as many veterans as possible. We just moved out of our garage two and a half months ago. So that nice. was huge for us. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I see us having it, it, several veterans um, um, running the show. Would you, can you see yourself like ever doing that full time instead of the job you have now? You, you know, we did our, our interview with Grunt Style and, and John Fannin asked me the same question. And, you know, I don't think so. I think, um, I think I worked hard for my career and this is a way to give back. You know, a lot of people give back financially. A lot of people give back in, in many other ways. And I, I feel like this is a way our family can give back to the veteran community. So I, I really don't think that I would do it full time at this point because um, it, it really is a, a, a way to, to give back. So if I'm full time, that means I'm shorting someone else. So if I'm able to hire another veteran or two and me continue to run the show part time, then that's what I want to do. Nice. Who's your typical client? <laughs> you're, you're, I don't know yet. Yeah. Okay. No, it's, it's, you know, it's all over the place. The the crazy thing is you you never know who's going to, who's going to buy these things. Typically it it is the patriotic person. It is the veteran. We, we put years of service on the flags. We customize them. And uh, I do want to talk about one that we just finished for, for a guy and it, it really touched home. It was after they, I guess they saw us on the Fox thing or Instagram or somewhere. But he asked us to make a flag for where his father is going to sit in his wedding. He passed away two years ago. Our flag is going to be at his wedding as a placeholder for his father. 
that was a fireman. So it's a red line flag that will, will be there. And man, that was, that was an order that was tough to make. I was like, man, someone thought enough of us to make something that special. And, uh, you know, that meant a lot to us. So we were all emotional. I'm sure that flag has some dry tears on it. So I can't wait to see, uh, see it at his wedding. And I, I was, I was thrilled to be able to, to make that one myself. That is actually an honor, right? That gives you chills when you think about it. You know, those yeah. are the things that are that are really meaningful and that will stay with you. Yeah. Okay. So we like to ask people here because the American dream is so important to us. It's a large part of why we're doing what we're doing. We think that too is alive and well. And although it looks different for everybody, everyone has their own idea of what that is. Uh, but it's important that uh, people know that it's available to be achieved and pursued. You just got to gotta work for it. So if I ask you what the American dream means to you, what would that be? You know, I, I feel like I'm living the American dream. I have a healthy family. I have um, a business where I'm able to help veterans. Um, ultimately, the, the American dream is, is what you make of it. Um, I think being able to give back and help others is, is huge. Um, if you can do that and have a great family life and, and, and be able to do something greater, that's, that's the American dream for me. And I think anybody can do it. Um, I think we talked to before. Um, I, was, I was talking to John as well. Anybody can do something great. You just got to give a shit a little bit. Love it. Love it. And if people want to find out more about you, follow your work, get, pick up one of your products, tell us where they can find you. Do all that. Yep. So you can find us on Facebook and Instagram, obviously, but our website is www.cruisecustomsflags, customs being plural. So www.cruisecustomsflags.com and uh, shoot us a message. If you want something customized, that's, that's what we focus on because we want it to be a special work of art. And, and that's what gives us pride is we know it's going to somebody that, that cares about America, that it's going as a gift for someone that may have served or, or is planning to serve. So uh, each and every flag has, has blood, sweat and tears all over it. So. Great. Thank you so much for everything you're doing and for taking the time to be with us today. Yep. Thanks. Appreciate the time. Thank you both. All right. There you have it, everyone. That wraps up another episode of American Snippets. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's show. I'd like to personally thank Chris Cruz for being here as well and sharing his story. If you want to learn more about Cruz Custom Flags, definitely head on over to their website to see these beautiful handcrafted uh, repurposed bourbon barrels that are true works of art. These are gorgeous American flags. Go to cruisecustomflags.com to learn more. I also encourage you to visit our episode link on our website. That's americansnippets.com forward slash 102. We have the uh, full featured article there that we did on Chris Cruz and his company, the video interview and all the social media links uh, and the link to his website there as well. And don't forget to share this with a friend, share it on social media, tag us at American Snippets, and please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. We appreciate you being here today. Now go out there and show the world how exceptional you truly are. We'll see you next week. Yeah.